host, Harla Nivens. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to the Every Heart, Every Woman show. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host. Our show is a program of Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Um, we're so glad that you are here. I want to talk today about tackling my mind. I've got some questions from listeners and viewers asking me, how do I tackle the, um, the storm that goes on in our minds? How have I done that? Well, my, my first answer is number one, of course, I am still working on that. I am a work in progress, but I can share with you some of my thoughts and some of the things that I do to um, just to help myself to continue to, to, to move forward. I usually meditate on Psalm 23, on the 23rd Psalm. Um, I know a lot of us use that as a great meditation. It's a great go-to, but specifically in verse four, it says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. I like to, you know, read the King James version of the 23rd Psalm, because honestly, that's the one that I grew up with. And it takes me back to kind of my childhood and the beginning of my faith. And I'm not afraid to say that there are times when I'm going through things that I need to go back to that place, go back to where I began and how I began. So that 23rd Psalm, verse four, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Um, the first thing I think of is number one, what does it look like, especially for me, to have an undisciplined mind. What, is, what does that look like? For me, it's, um, for me in particular, it looks like I am sick from worry and not moving forward. It means sick from worry, meaning I actually have a physical reaction to worry. There are things going on in my mind and I'm not capturing my thoughts and uh, I'm just allowing these thoughts to be negative, allowing them to um, kind of weigh me down a little bit. And I'm not moving into the person that God has called me to be. I'm agitated, jumping to conclusions. I'm not trusting in the Lord, um, not trusting in others, not trusting that God is working things um, for the good. Um, and so when I get to that place, it's like I'm stuck. I, I wrote a song about that, about being like literally feeling like you are stuck in the mud and um, there is nothing you can do to get out where honestly there is something that you can do. You can seek to start capturing your thoughts. You can seek to start putting applying discipline to your mind. So the first thing I have to really do to get myself from being stuck in the mud or feeling like I'm stuck in the mud is realizing that there is no way to keep trouble away. I've said it several times. I would love 
to keep trouble away. I would love to keep troublesome people away from me, from my husband, from my kids. I would love for my kids to have a perfect life, but that is not going to serve them well, right? They're not going to grow into um, wonderful individuals who know who they are and know how to meet others' needs, meet you know needs of the people around them. So we can't keep trouble away. So what should we do instead? We should pursue God, not pursue God to get something, but we should spend time with the Lord, pursue him, know who the Lord is, know his character, know who he's called us to be. We're going to pursue him simply for the uh, purpose of knowing him, of being close to him, right? That is the way to um, start to apply discipline to your mind. This, This is exactly what I do. When I find that I have lived through a season, when I look up and I think, okay, I've gone three days without quiet time. And that is why my mind is so worried. And it seems like a jungle is going on up there. It's time for me to go back to the beginnings of my faith, quiet time. We talk about it all the time, quiet time, pursue God for the purpose of being close to him. Realizing that scripture tells us that God is with us, that God is always with us, that he is our protector, that he is loving, um, that he provides for us in the way that is best for us. It even says that in the 23rd Psalm, that it is proven that as we go through trouble, we get to experience how the Lord keeps us through through the trouble. And of course, as humans, it is our nature to say, we don't wanna, well, how can I just, not have to go through trouble. That is impossible because we live in a fallen world and trouble is going to find us, even when we get everything in the right place. Um, I am not the type of person who is extremely neat and can line up everything in the right way and make sure it's perfect. Um, I have to give myself grace and allow for being imperfect because I, I, I'm just not that kind of person that can perfectly line things up. But I do try to perfectly line up, you know, my life to keep out trouble. But even that doesn't work. Right. We're always going to go through trouble. But in that trouble, if we can turn our thinking to think, you know what, I'm going through this and now I get to see who God is. I get to experience him as a good father. I get to really find out in in real time that God is with me and he knows how to keep me through through this trouble. How does God keep us? How has God kept me? I get this feeling like I am being driven to him, like there's no other choice. That's kind of what trouble does to us. It kind of encamps us in on both sides, you know, on all sides. So you think the only thing to do is to go to the Lord, like you're being driven to the Lord. And actually, that is a good thing. That is God's grace and his loving kindness and his faithfulness that is literally pushing us back to him. Um, 
And, and when we get back to him, then we get back to being disciplined, not only in our mind, but in our walk with Christ. We get back to the quiet time because without it, you know, without quiet time, I've said it before, my mind is just like crazy land. So you don't want to meet me on those three days, maybe that I haven't spent time with the Lord and haven't started with that quiet time. So when you have that quiet time, when you're driven back to the Lord, just know that is God's goodness pushing you back to where you should be. And we can rely on that. So that really is a good thing that should bring you comfort that no matter what the Lord is really pushing me um, close to him and he wants to spend time with me and he wants me to know who he is. He wants me to experience him as a wonderful father. Have you ever experienced how, um, this is the other thing that kind of can, can um, lean in, push us into having an undisciplined mind. When people's words wound you, I've experienced that before. You know, the picture I have in my mind is that there are wounds all over your exposed parts of your body, like maybe your arms and legs. This is the picture um, of, of that I have in my mind. Like there are wounds all on your arms and legs. And um, some people feel like it's okay to speak to, um, to me, like I'm a child, maybe because of my race and gender, I've experienced that, that people feel like, you know, it's okay to talk to her in a way that is disrespectful. And the intent is to strip me of my dignity and put me in a box. The box is in my mind though, put me in a box in my mind to challenge how I view myself. I've, in my new role, I've talked to other women of color and they have gone through the same things um, where people feel like, you know, it, it's okay for me to speak down to this person and, and as if they are a child. So what's, what's your response when you go through things like that, that maybe you didn't invite in your life, but they are here, they are in front of you and your mind is crazed with worry. What's, what, you know, what should you do? This is what I do. My response is go to the Lord, ask him to tell you who you are again. He, remembering that he is a loving father. He does not get tired of retelling us and, and affirming us and making sure we know our worth and making sure that we know his character and making sure that we know the, his character so that we can model his character in our lives and model his character for others. So you go to him and just say, you know what, Lord, I've been experiencing trouble and I feel like my identity is being challenged. Tell me who I am again. And I also, after the Lord affirms me and after he tells me, you know, for the umpteenth time who I am, then I, it helps me to quiet my mind and say, okay, I'm going to live into that and not living, live into people's words. And I also, and this is what I encourage you to do. When you get that affirmation from the Lord and when you are affirmed in your purpose, then 
teach others around you how to do the same thing. Teach others around you how to be good leaders, how to be servant leaders, how to um, model to other people, how to show um, grace and mercy and allow people to keep their dignity when you speak to them. Uh, model that to others. I always encourage um, others how to speak up because sometimes we can think we, we have to go and we have to, you know, yell at somebody and, and make people know that they've, you know, done you wrong and that they've offended you. Well, I feel like the best way to speak up is to be who God has called you to be and model to others how you should care for the people around you. Model to others how to be a, um, how to be a servant leader. And the, the, you know, when I said that the intent is to strip me of dignity and put me in my mind, to put me in a box, I don't mean that that is the person's intent. I mean that um, there is evil in the world and that evil wants to silence your voice. That evil wants to allow you to go through, you know, have you go through circumstances and think, um, I, I'm not the one that should encourage others. I'm not the one that should be the leader, um, you know, in a situation. I'm not the one that should be speaking into other people's lives. That is the intent. That is putting you in a box in your mind. That is living less than what God would call you to be and not living into your God-given purpose. So um, I'm not saying that people's intent is people are probably doing the best that they can, but evil's intent is to keep you from sharing your story and your testimony, encouraging others, being the person, uh, the friend that people can lean on and call on and being people's rock. That's what the intent is to, to keep you from being who God has called you to be. Don't allow that. Okay. Go to God, say, who am I again? let him speak over you again and then get right back out there and be who God has called you to be. That's, that's my practice. That's how I deal with those situations because we all realize that God is our source. I cannot tell you how many times I write down in my journal that God is my source. Remember to go to him. People are not my source. People um, are, like I said, doing the very best they can, but sometimes their words do wound, right? So instead of walking around like a wounded individual, I go back to the Lord and I realize that he is the, the keeper of my life and has everything that I could ever need. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I went to the National Breast Cancer Foundation. It's founded by Janelle Hill. And I had a conversation there that was turned into a news story for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So um, you, can, you can look it up. You can search for National Breast Cancer Foundation um, and Janelle Hill and that that um, conversation will come up. And this is also a reminder to the ladies go and get your mammogram. Don't put that off. Don't allow COVID to, um, to keep you from taking care of your physical needs and your physical body. And don't allow your schedule 
to keep you from, from going to the doctor, go and get your mammogram. So that's just my little plug in there. But the rest of the story from that visit with Janelle is Janelle really prophesied to me about the worries that were going on in my mind at the time. She shared with me about how the Lord walked with her at her right side when her husband, Neil, went home to be with the Lord. And she shared with me why the Lord would, um, uh, why she felt like the Lord would be on her right side. And, and that is because um, um, the Lord is really seeing to all of your needs in the way that you need them. So he's there right by your side, on your right side nourishing you and giving you the things that you need that like literally meeting your spiritual um your spiritual needs and her words were the encouragement that i needed in that particular moment i could have just went there and 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 you know volunteered and had that conversation with her and not stopped in that moment to receive her words and and not even realize that that was the Lord speaking to me through her. She is a woman of um, a woman who is literally living to living in her purpose. And she's doing it in this phenomenal way with um, the National Breast Cancer Foundation. But um, maybe, you know, you won't start a nonprofit. Maybe, you know, you won't do something in that way, but it does not mean that God hasn't called you to share your testimony, to speak into others' lives. Both of us could have missed that moment, but we were very diligent in that moment. And I could tell that she literally had words from the Lord for me. So I slowed down so that I could listen. And she slowed down so that she could um, give me the message that God intended for me in that moment. Our conversation really was proof to me that the Lord sees me and he sees you. The Lord is aware of my feelings and he's aware of your feelings. He's walking with me at my right side. He's walking with you at your right side. And he is meeting all of our needs in the way that we really need them. He's meeting our needs on an individual basis. He's not giving you what I need. He's giving you what you need. So take that word as encouragement and let that light a fire under you. That God is always your source. And he has these times planned where you can kind of see it in real time. My conversation with Janelle was my opportunity to see in real time how loving my savior really is and um, how he's always there to care for me and how he's always there pushing me back to him. And I know that he's doing the same for you. So let's go back to our scripture that um, I like to meditate on the 23rd Psalm, specifically the fourth verse. Yea, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me, right? So we will experience troubled times and situations. 
we cannot keep the trouble away um, because in this world, there will be trouble. The scripture tells us that. But evil will not take us out of God's hand. And even if we find ourselves in a situation where we are away from the path of God and away from living into who he called us to be away from our calling. He is protecting us from whatever evil um, is around us. The scripture says, thy rod and thy staff, you know, they comfort me. He's comforting us by keeping that evil away from us. So take, take comfort in the Lord's protection. Just know that, um, he is with you. You are not running away from him. He's not allowing that. He's pushing you back to him and using these troubling situations that we all go through um, as, as proof that he is with us and that he can keep us and that we can walk through things even when we feel like we've set our lives up so that we don't have to go through trouble when trouble hits us, he's walking with us and he's leading us back to him. He is our source. And when we find ourselves living our dreams and living into our calling as we um, go to our source and spend time with him, knowing that he is a faithful God always. He's a faithful God always. Take comfort in his protection over your life. So that's how I seek to um, apply discipline to my mind by realizing those truths of who God is. So leaders today, my hack for you is meditate on the words of the Lord, meditate on the truth of God, allow him to name you and speak over you and allow him to tell you who you are yet again, and then you can move forward. Um, in, in life with, with a calmness of mind and a calmness of heart, a calmness of spirit, knowing that you are being who you are called to be, being um, the person you're called to be for the good of the kingdom of God. So my name is Carla Nivens. I am your host of Every Heart, Every Woman. I pray that you have a great week and I will see you back here next week. <music>